but yeah, like they they, they show more. Where's that uh, of, of scene New York. at with the globe? That's is that New York or Jersey or? Uh, no, no, that's New York. That might be actually in Queens. I don't hit Queens as much, so like usually when I go to New York, not even when them like bitches Manhattan. owe you money. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what's on the tube. Welcome back. Thank you for being a friend. What you talking about, Willis? You are a meathead. Nothing for you. Don't touch that dial. Adjust those funny ears. Because it's time for Sitcom My Face. I'm Jay. That's I'm Nick. Nick. Oh, man. Well, we just did this a couple days ago, but as we said, we're playing catch-up. So exactly. Instead of mustard. How's your uh, how's your vertigo going? You feel like Jimmy Stewart yet? <laughs> no, no, no. That's my uh, Christmas uh, movie house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, the, the vertigo's, yeah, it's going all right. The, the uh, vertigo going okay? <laughs> it's vertigoing. But if the... Uh, <laughs> Medicine I'm taking is uh, knocking the hell out of me, but hey, you know. You're a little droopy. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me happy. You look like uh, my peepee after 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> as floppy as can be. I mean, uh, hey. Hey, now. Hey, oh, hey, hey. What do, you, well, uh, what do you do for Turkey Day, my friend? Well, for Turkey Day, going uh, down with my wife uh, down to her, her mom's house in uh, uh, Central Jersey, down in Dayton. That's and what then, I was uh, gonna do. Oh, you told okay. me you were going. Oh, cool. Well, I'll see you there. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> there you go. A <laughs> L- little bit of a longer drive for you. I thought but, it you would know. be weird if you weren't there, but <laughs> she's okay with it. <laughs> this girl at work today, uh, she comes in. She's a regular, and she's like, "Oh, what do you do for Thanksgiving?" And I was like, "Probably just sit home and cry because most of my family's dead." She, she gave me a look, and it was funny. My coworker, he goes. Well, most of his family is dead, but I don't think he cries about it. <laughs> oh, God. <Jeez. laughs> ah, good times. Good times. Oh, uh, uh, no, no, nothing like also making people feel like, you know. <laughs> yeah. I think that conversation will like, end uh, with, okay, have fun. <laughs> what's the next level above uncomfortable? <laughs> I don't know. They never it's lived like, to tell about it. It's like, the sorry I asked. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's but, fine. It's almost time to get that trip to fan dose, kids. I hope you all have a good turkey. Yeah. I hope your families are alive and you get to enjoy some family. Exactly. <laughs> and then if you if, if you're a vegetarian, you know some of that tofurkey, I guess you know. Uh, Why not? I was <laughs> supposed <laughs> to make that one day last week, but I called in uh, drunk. I mean sick. <laughs> it was one of the days after the the movie showing, and I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna make it that day. Uh, you can take your tofurkey and. To fuck yourself, because I fucking <laughs> do it. <laughs> uh, now, have you ever tried tofurkey? Uh, yes, because I have made it before, but I'm not a fan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've I have not made tofurkey. I've I've done other, you know, like you know, I've done the whole Beyond Burger type thing, and I've done the you know Beyond Chicken type things, but Sh- I have not I- I- encountered a tofurkey yet. Shockingly good, though, I think, are like the uh, Impossible Whoppers and shit. They taste just like a Whopper to me. I don't know. 
Hmm, okay. I, I, probably I because they the just cook it on the yet. same charbroiler, but <laughs> it just tastes yeah, like yeah, a probably. It's like, oh, wait, we're supposed to clean this and change this? Well, and it's Oops. like tofurkey or tofu, for instance. People will be like, oh, it's disgusting. I'm like, it really doesn't taste like anything. It's, just it's a sponge. It's a sponge. Yeah, it's like it tastes like whatever you put on it. So if it tastes bad, that's on you because you didn't fucking season it's, it or that, do that, anything that, with that, it. That's, that's like a uh, freaking eggplant. You know, people, you know, that go sometimes, it's like, oh, eggplant, it's nothing. It's like, well, it doesn't, it takes the taste of what's around it. Like, if you make eggplant parm, you're going to get oh, yeah. the sauce and the cheese. Deep fried eggplant is awesome. Yeah. So, because but, I like grease. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> but, but, yeah. but, yeah, the, the tofu, uh, yeah, it definitely t- takes on, you know, wh- whatever's uh, coating it, what's, what, what's around it, and takes on the flavors. Italian but man yeah, but Tofurky have not have not uh, have not had the pleasure or displeasure or I'm not sure which of uh, having that yet. But think- did, did did watch last you know last week the uh, episode of Raymond with the uh, <laughs> where Marie made the Tofurky. <laughs> My uh, coworker uh, Kent, shout out hi Kent, how you doing, buddy? I don't know if he listens, but he might. Uh, <laughs> He was like, dude, you got to watch the WKRP, the turkey drop episode. He said that they put it up on, on YouTube or something. So Yes, it, it is on YouTube. You, you can find it there. So we and will, that is I'll one of the classic sitcom Thanksgiving-related uh, uh, moments. With God as my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. That's all I got to say about that uh, <laughs> episode. <laughs> I think maybe I'll have to spend Thanksgiving with my um, my new family the uh, the Heffernans. The Heffernans? <laughs> I got the the King of Queens Blu-ray box set here. Oh, this sweet. is the show we are covering this episode. We covered Raymond last week. Yes. And uh, one of your favorite shows. You actually put it at. Did you put it at number one? Right. I did put it at number one. Yeah. I, again, I I have a feeling like over the holidays I might do some reshuffling of things. I think uh, things like maybe news radio needs to be uh, a bit higher and. Yeah, maybe I need to uh, resort a bit. Hey, Andy Dick does not need to get any higher. Hey! He is high enough, that motherfucker. (laughs) But yeah, so uh, Everybody Loves Raymond, we covered that last episode. If you're interested in that, definitely check that out. Uh, We are doing our lists. So at the end of each episode, right now we are doing our favorites. We did the whole first season, 20 episodes. We're adding in the stuff. This boy put it at number one. Yes, I did. Number one. So it was what number eleven, I think, on my list. Let's talk about the fact that this is a spinoff of Everyone Loves Raymond. First, I think Correct. it's interesting to me. So yeah, we talked about Kevin James uh, showed up on that for what we say. I forget exactly how many episodes, but it was like seven or something. I believe, and and, and the first couple of episodes that he showed up, he was not Doug Heffernan. He was he Kevin. Was, he was Kevin. <laughs> And they gave him this spinoff show. Now, just as a spinoff in the show relating to Raymond, how do you how do you think they did in that aspect? I, I think they did a, a very good job. Um, definitely. OK, both really funny shows, very different shows tonally. And yeah, we'll they don't feel the, the, they the don't feel connected at all to me when you watch the two shows you know, separate. separately, the, the style, the, the comedy types are very different, very, very different. But when they had the different crossovers in that, I think it was pretty seamless. 
I you know, like I, I, yeah. I didn't see any clunkiness to any of the episodes because also on King of Queens you had episodes with Raymond and his brother and and such. Yeah, according to I looked on IMDb. You said you looked on Wikipedia. IMDb I think says Ray was on five episodes of this show. Yes, they said five. You said four on according to Wikipedia, but I'm not sure if one of those might have been a two-parter and maybe they count it as that, two or possible. something. That's possible. Uh, all the episodes that Ray was in featured the word Ray in the titles, like Road Rage, Rainy Day, Dire Straits. Well, yeah, it was probably like he, one of the top ten shows at the time. So they're like, let's make sure people know Raymond exactly. is in this. I, I actually watched this show a lot more than I ever did Raymond. When this was on, I was watching it. And I think mm. I mentioned it on the other episode, but I didn't watch Raymond until well after it was done, I think. I think I bought a DVD set or something at a at a blockbuster when they closed and kind of got into that show. Oh wow! <laughs> I almost I almost wonder if I didn't know it was a spinoff at the time. Yeah, King of Queens aired on CBS for 207 episodes from '98 to 2007. So this went. What was your life like when this show was running? You're a little older than me. I I had just graduated high school in '05, so I was middle school, high school watching this. Well, I probably it, discovered I, it mid, middle of the run. Um, yeah, I, I, I uh, pretty much hit it early, and I, I was like 28, 29 when I like was first watching. So you were watching it while it aired. This isn't a uh, yes. later discovery to you. Yeah, but well, of and course, in reruns everywhere. Oh like, yeah, all over. Now, I was gonna say between Raymond and King of Queens, I, I could turn on basically any channel on my uh, TV and. Yeah, like one of them is going to be on at some point. And then they go to the nanny because <laughs> we established the nanny takes yes. place in the same universe as Raymond. So theoretically, Correct. it's got to take place in the same universe as King of Queens. <laughs> Although I don't think Fran Drescher ever showed up on the King of Queens. No, I, I do not think uh, Fran Drescher uh, ever made a uh, crossover there. So the basic plot of the King of Queens is very basic. Husband, wife, you have your typical fat, funny husband. Your thin, hot wife and mm -hmm. comedy ensues, but they throw in this one. Instead of the kids, you have the, the <laughs> father-in-law, who yes. is the brilliant Jerry Stiller. Yes, and many people know him from? Seinfeld, of yes. course. As, as the George's second, dad. George's second dad, because George had another dad first. Remember that? Ah. There was some guy. I don't know why they changed him, but. Yeah, you, you know what? They did that with a couple. Yeah, because they did that with Jerry's dad, too. This, so, okay, so you got Kevin James, or I'm sorry, Kevin George Nipfing, <laughs> as everyone knows him. Kevin James's real name is Kevin George Nipfing. <laughs> I can see why I have a stage name, because I have a crazy fucking name. I understand why why Mr. Nipfing went to Kevin James. I get but, it, but bro. But Nipfing, it just rolls off the tongue and falls off. And it's then a K-N. <laughs> It's a K-N, too. So K-N-I-P-F-I-N-G. Wow. So, but then, which is funny because his brother's on the show with him. Yes. His, his, his cousin Danny on the King of Queens is his brother, Actually, Gary Valentine. Right. Yeah. They both is, chose different surnames. Yeah. You know, it's like Charlie Sheen and career. Emilio Estevez, you know. Mm -hmm. One went with Sheen, one went with, with the original Estevez. But yeah, his uh, Gary Valentine is actually Gary Nipfing, but his wife Leah Remini, who I think is great on this show. Joey said Jerry Stiller, 
Uh, who are some of your other favorite? Like, there's a lot of characters that kind of come in and out of this show. Right. Who are some of your other favorites? Uh, Spence, played by Pat Oswalt. Pat like, Oswalt. I think that's one one of the things. And as we see later, also Spence's mom, played by Ann Mira, who is actually Jerry Stiller's wife. <laughs> yep. And Amy Stiller, uh, their daughter, Ben Stiller's sister, is on the show a lot. She plays a lot of, I think, different characters, and she's usually playing against Jerry in some like she's usually like a coffee house employee or something that he's screwing over getting fired or something like that so that's always <laughs> funny if you know that's his daughter it kind of makes it a little funnier when she pops up that's funny. uh Nicole Sullivan who I loved from yes, Mad Holly. TV as Holly the the dog walker who is hired to walk the father <laughs> Arthur <laughs> And we'll go into why these these things uh, happen. Uh, well, um, too. I, Victor uh, Williams as Deacon. I think he's a great sidekick. Oh, he and, Deacon is it's a great straight man to dunk. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. one of the early friends that stuck because this show had a lot of early friends that kind of faded away. You had Richie who was there for like uh, yeah, forty four episodes. There a, a few a few seasons, like I think first second What's season, the, he's there. Yeah. And then after that, he just kind of pops up like a couple more times and that's it. And his name's Larry Romano. So I, I always wondered, I had to look up to see if he was related to Ray Romano. And I don't think he is. I don't believe it would have so. made sense if it was like a, a cousin or something. He's like, hey, go on our spinoff shows. But I don't think he's related. No, I, I do not believe uh, he's actually. Yeah. Oh, in fact, you know, I just looked it up for you. Larry is not related to Ray Romano <laughs> of Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> His name's actually Larry Barone. He's related to Ray Barone. <laughs> <laughs> there was a uh, another child that disappears throughout the fucking show. The, in four episodes, the wife, uh, Leah Remini's character, has a sister named Sarah yep. who just... Goes away at some just point. Just fades away. <laughs> and it's mentioned just one more time and not even by name. Just like what that. I, oh, her name Barry was uh, Lisa Rifle, I believe is how you say it. Yeah, it's Sarah Spooner for four episodes. What's funny is I've been in this, uh, you know, I've joined some Facebook groups for this, this show. But the King of Queens group I've been in for quite a while. And I swear to God, every three days you see a post about what happened to Carrie's sister. What happened to Richie? And it's the same fucking people going, wow. God damn it. We've answered this question a million times. <laughs> Apparently Richie left, uh, Larry Romano left to do, I think another series. And then that series failed. They just didn't bring him back. How about uh, Doug's sister? Who's played by Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake. Yep. Yeah. Who also is later not mentioned that he has a sister. Right. <laughs> if you're a sister on the king of queens just fuck off oh, yeah, you're done yeah, you're not gonna be go, on the show just go away long. now because it, it ain't happening because they do flashbacks and all that shit and i don't know if they were just like well we're not gonna bother bringing these people back we do these flashbacks and we just say oh yeah they're only children you know <laughs> fuck doug's sister fuck carrie's sister oh yeah you, you know what's an interesting choice also as as one of the uh, neighbors that to actually have someone playing themselves yeah, interesting, right? The Incredible Hulk. Lou yeah, I wonder Ferrigno. how that came about. Lou Ferrigno and his wife both play themselves as their Correct. neighbors. They're not in a bunch, maybe 17 episodes, I think it said, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Which, but I mean, they're always great when they're on there. And I love that he plays himself because there's always, at first it's like, holy shit, it's Lou Ferrigno. And they kind of make a big deal about it. But then as the series goes on, they kind of like grow to like resent him. 
Right. <laughs> like, oh, he's doing his fucking Hulk shtick again. Like, they, yeah. it's, I love that uh, it's uh, kind of realistic in that sense. End of which, <laughs> Lou hates. It's like, it's like no, no Hulk joke, no Hulk jokes, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember one episode where Spence was going to a, a Comic Con or something, and he had Adam West or somebody was going to go with him, and then Adam West backed out. So then he tried to get Lou Ferrigno, but Lou found out that he was like second fiddle to Adam West. <laughs> and he's like, my whole fucking career, I've been second fiddle to Adam West, and now you want me to fucking take his place? And then Adam West, of course, like decides to do it. He's like, oh, oh my God. yeah, Lou, I think I'm gonna go with Batman. <laughs> oh yeah, there's there's some good shit in there with Lou. Uh, you mentioned Ricky Lake and and Mira. She was always fun. There actually was another Spence's mom first too. Yeah, yeah, first season. And then, then, then you Ooh, the also first have... mom was somebody too, and I can't remember who it was. She was a character actress that we would have known from other shows. The, the first mom of of Spence of of Grace Zabriskie. Uh she was uh oh okay Sarah Palmer in Twin Peaks. Yeah, she was in a bunch of stuff, right? Like she's got one of those faces that you know, but you don't know her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she's actually been in a few things of uh, David Lynch's like films and uh, shows here. Don't forget the the rest of Doug's family too. You also have his mom and dad. His mom and dad are great on here. I like them a lot. Yeah, they're they're kind of Ray's mom a little bit, like the very oh Dougie, like every, everything's fine, Dougie. It's you know whatever. Everything mm. you do is precious. Like they don't ever want anything bad to happen to him. I remember the episode where oh with the dog. The dog. He goes home, and he's he finds out that this dog that he thinks has been alive for like thirty years is like the seventh incarnation yeah. of this. And they just keep <laughs> the replacing dog. the dog. Well, we didn't <laughs> want to upset Dougie, so we just keep buying the same dog and naming him the same thing. <laughs> like so fucking. That is something Marie would do on Raymond. Oh yeah. Oh no. That that would be something. <laughs> so, what but, were your favorite episodes of the ones you've seen? Okay, you you would send me a list, um, like the top to thirteen or something. Yeah, from... top thirteen. Uh, do, do you remember if that was Ranker or? Uh, I think it, it was Ranker. Okay, it was Ranker. I didn't go by and my revisit just because I've seen I've seen this show so many times through, um, uh, that I just kind of picked sporadically the last couple of days. But the 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 number one episode, I would debate with them that that's the number one. Uh, they, they put uh, uh <laughs> Paul Locks. Um, again, I, Hey, I'm part oh, of the, stri- the, the pole dancing the, one. Yeah. The pole dancing one. You know, I think that in the, in the Facebook group, I think that is a lot of those people's favorites. Cause they'll post about it when it comes up a lot. Mm-hmm. I like, like it has a couple of moments, but like uh, overall, I don't think it's it really like the, the whole joke of the episode is fat guy on a pole dancing. But yeah. Fat, fat guy on a pole. And the fact of also that Carrie Carrie's not dance. good at it. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, I love, she's the athletic one you know like the, the fit one but yeah kevin j yeah you know, doug is the one that can actually like do the actual pole dance type stuff <laughs> pretty early on there was an episode of talking about how fat and awkward her mom was so i kind of like that she's like super sexy and then is kind of not good at being sexy though a lot right. of times I yeah, think that's a really interesting she's, character she's awkward trait. Awkward, sexy. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, if you just look at her, you're like, yeah, yeah, she's fucking uh, hot. Awkward and angry. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's my type of woman, man. 
she'll beat the fuck out of you. She won't think twice about it. And, and there was one other uh, one uh, on Doug's family that I saw. I don't remember what episodes he was in, though. Uh, Doug's uncle. Uh, oh, uncle yeah. Stu. From Mary Tyler Marshall, right? Yep. G- Gavin McLeod. Gavin and, McLeod. And, and yeah. Captain Stubing. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was Danny's dad for, I think, what, two episodes, something like that? It might have been. That's why I'm like, I, 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 didn't I think get a that's when they first introduced Danny. I think the first time they introduce him is when Doug wants to do like a sandwich shop or something. Oh, okay. This that, that sounds familiar. Danny yeah. has like a business idea, but his dad decides to back Doug. Right. And then he gets jealous. I think that might be the first Danny one or somewhere in there, but because he wasn't there originally, but he came in, I think somewhere in the middle-ish, something like that. Mm-hmm. And 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 Danny actually later on also becomes roommates or you know housemates with uh, Spence when he finally Spence. moves out of his mom's house. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a running gag on the show. So have you seen every episode of this show, or you just seen kind of a sprinkle? No, I I think I've. Yeah, you know, over the years have have seen every episode, but it's just like I don't know. Like uh, for me, they they didn't stick as much. Like some of them didn't stick as much uh, w- with me. But you know, if it's on, I'm watching. It, okay. You know, like it, it, it's it's one of those types of things. You know, there are certain shows that if it's on, okay, yeah, I'm gonna watch the episode now. <laughs> it's like you know, like stop what I'm doing. It's not too often you get a sitcom without a bunch of fucking kids to deal with. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of love that Jerry Stiller is the kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Play, playing he's just the... so brilliant. And, <laughs> but they, they treat him like he's a fucking toddler, which is. Oh amazing. yeah. Well, but, but he, it's, it's well-deserved though. Well, right, by the way, right. he actually acts. Imagine being raised by that man. <laughs> I, 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 I like that what... character. I, I watched uh, one of the episodes I watched was uh, when uh, D- Doug scares Arthur. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Trick or treat. Yeah. Basically, Arthur goes to the hospital. He has a heart. Ischemia. Ischemia. <laughs> yes. Not heart attack. A heart ischemia. Ha- Arthur hates Halloween, but Doug is like, fuck you, and decides to decorate the house with Halloween decorations. Yeah. And he comes just, out and sees a, a few, paper a ghost. simple. Yeah, a paper ghost. <laughs> and he goes, ah! And it just cuts to a fucking ambulance, which I love. I always love that cut in a sitcom. Mm-hmm. But but the fact of D- Doug says, like, he could picture Arthur as a kid going to this to this pizza shop, getting his lemon ice. And, uh, <laughs> lemon ice! Yeah, he's in the hospital. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like he's like talking about this ho- this horrible story. And the only great thing in his childhood was uh, he's going to the, what was it, uh, Geno's or Something like that. Some pizza. Uh, yeah. 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 I think it might have been Gino's. It's like it's the one it it had a like a picture of a monkey with with a mustache with an, with an Italian mustache. mustache. So he decides he's going to do something nice for him. And he's like, I'm going to go find this lemon icy that he grew up with. And he's like, just picture your little dad in there. Lemon icy. <laughs> and yeah, he finally <laughs> tracks down the original Gino's or whatever the hell. And and after going to how many? <laughs> They, it's supposed to be like Ray's, right? Isn't isn't Ray's the big one out in Jersey and New York? It's like original Ray's and original original Ray's and great. Oh, Ray's. oh, oh it's it the pizza parlor, yeah, yeah. yeah original Ray's. I think it's supposed to be like that, yeah. But yeah, yes. but I love the flashback at the end. Yes, where you yes, actually the, show the orig- childhood. Yes. <laughs> but I, I love the fact of that 
flashbacks are shown in a way that <laughs> it seems like everybody's like from like sort of like the t- the the, the 1920s, 1920s <laughs> got, got the like the newsy hat on or whatever like cap yeah. on and the 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 uh yeah like the the suspenders yeah like like he should be like hold, holding up yeah you know, get your paper here but uh well I mean, I mean think about it though that was probably a nine late 90s episode if he's 70 yeah yes well, it's not for, too far off <laughs> for for Arthur it makes sense but right. then there's another episode where Doug and Deacon, they they both love this one toy, uh, Mentolo. Mentolo, and, that's the classic one, yeah. Yeah, and Deacon is having a flashback of him as a kid, and it looks like the same type of thing <laughs> as Arthur. He's right. got the type of hat and, I think, suspenders on. I'm like, wait a second. Is this like anytime someone's in a flashback, they're going to look the uh, <laughs> this old-timey way? <laughs> This show, I think, like once a season, they did like a flashback episode too, where it would be like how they met, or the first time he met her dad, or their wedding. Mm. I think they did like a a season of that, which I think Raymond also did a lot. Oh yeah, de- Raymond yeah. definitely. They had like yeah, the how they met. So they, I wonder if that was like an inspiration from that almost. I I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you know, like, uh, j- just like any you know comedy, you know any sitcom. And actually, not just sitcoms, any TV show, they they see what works. Hey, this works on this show. Well, that's the formula. We'll do that on this show. Oh, I, <laughs> I've mentioned in other shows, too, how you have sometimes you'll have an actor who plays, you know, multiple roles on this one. I, Nick Bakay or Bakay. I don't know how to say his name. Um, he's probably best known for playing the voice of Salem on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the cat. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know that? He's got that real distinct voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's on 11 episodes of this show as 10 different characters. <laughs> which I always like, too. He's one of those guys you pop up and random. You go, oh, there he is. And I always recognize his voice, you know. You go, oh, it's Salem. He's... It's the utility man, yeah. But I think he may have I mean, he might have been a writer on this or something. I think he I think he also wrote for Sabrina as well. I feel like I I feel like I saw something where on Sabrina they had him as like a temp voice and his voice was just so good they never found anybody better, so they just kept him mm-hmm. as Salem. So I think he actually is a TV writer. It's quite possible. 11 episodes, 10 different characters. Like, really? <laughs> a couple of them I watched today, he was di- he was like two different priests, which I fucking loved. The, even when he played a priest twice, they didn't have him be the same priest. Oh, wait a second. Yes, I I, I was watching the one w- with the cake sale. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, the one priest sees them at the movie theater. Oh, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, basically ropes them into doing, you know, some stuff for the church over the holidays. D- Doug does like duty, like guarding the uh, nativity, the giant nativity scene that they have. Yeah. Yep. And Carrie's supposed to bake a cake, but of course it, now we it's get like, to. Is that like, the one where they frost a pillow? Yes, they frost. Yeah. <laughs> like and then he has pillow. to, he has to win it in the cakewalk, so he keeps like fucking pushing people out of the way. Yeah, and yeah, that's a very funny one. For those that don't know what a cakewalk is, also, to, you want to explain what that is? <laughs> Well, you got to be a hundred to, to be care. Uh, no, it's like you literally walk in, 
it's kind of like musical chairs, right? But with right, cake, exactly. You it's play the music, and whatever, <laughs> whatever cake you stop, the music stops here in front of you. Have to buy it, and is it part of it? It's usually charity, right? Yes, it's, it's a or, charity, or for yes, the church or whatever. Yep. You buy whatever cake you stop in front of, but he doesn't want anyone to buy this cake because she fucked the cake up and they frosted the pillow. <laughs> well, yeah, like she, she was screwing up multiple cakes. Finally, the last one that Doug's mom gave her, like the recipe, it, it turned out like a tiny cake. <laughs> so it's like, okay, we need to do something else. And Doug wouldn't let her buy a cake. Remember the I Love Lucy where Ricky and Fred try to make a cake? <laughs> and it's like this thick. And he goes, what? I thought you said you were making a seven layer cake. And he goes, I did. They're all in there. You know, there's like <laughs> Got how it. many how many shows have classic cakewalk episodes? <laughs> I think that seventy show. I don't know about that. I think that seventy show had a cakewalk episode at a church. Oh, okay. I, remember, right? I don't remember that one, but yeah. I, I was going to say, you know, like, uh, let's see, what other comedy, uh, you know, like sitcom cake uh, type of things uh, can you remember? <laughs> I, I I remember the Little Rascals with the surprise cake, <laughs> the, the 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 one that went. That sounds like a like, fucking sex position that I don't want anything to do with. <laughs> It's like they they were throwing everything into this cake, like like an old shoe and everything, and it just like started making noises, and like it would rise and fall and rise and fall and make uh like those noises like or or like Jeff Anderson and Zach and Mary. <laughs> he's the cameraman and he gets shit on. He's like she frosted me like I was a fucking cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh Happy God, everybody. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> don't watch, oh, don't watch oh. Zach and Mary with your family after turkey dinner. You might not hold it down. But what, what were some of your favorite episodes like when it came to King of Queens? I do like the ticker treat. One of my favorites, I didn't revisit it this time, but I did tell you um, it's among my favorites probably is the episode with uh, Marla Gibbs guest stars from uh, Florence from the Jeffersons. Right. Uh, the episode's called Patrons Ain't. And I believe is it a school? Was it Kirby's school? I think it might be Deacon Son School. Or yeah, something. I think it might have been. And they're doing because they didn't have kids, so yeah. right, yeah. And they 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 donate to the the school, and there's the wall of all the names of the people who donated, and they have different tiers, and uh, uh, you get a you get a certain tier based on how much you donate, and they donate, and then they end up on a tier like below or two below even yeah yeah like, like where like, they donated like the first year or something like that they wind up so, on and they donated more so because of course they're so fucking self-centered and you yes. know full of themselves they're like well we have to tell her that you know we're, and she's like an old woman who's like i don't remember things very well and if i screw up again they're gonna fire me kind of thing you know and so they decide, yeah, we need, we, you know, we should be up here, but you put us down here. Oh, I'm so sorry. They redo the whole fucking thing, the wall, and they put their names up there again. But now but they're the like, top, <laughs> like the highest donors. And now they're kind of like, okay, with, well, you know, we look pretty good up there. But like, we didn't donate that much money, you know. After they, they, I think they finally tell her about the top tier mistake and then they end up firing her. Then like, we got a sweet old woman fired from the fucking school. Right. And, um, and, and, that, that's the thing though with Doug and Carrie, like they, they seem, like you said, they're, they're definitely more animated, but they also seem to be like 
if you want to say worst people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. When it comes to that, yeah, because like you said, they have no kids. They're just, you know, they're very, they're very not full of themselves, but they, they are self-centered. At, uh, yeah. Well, and I watched one today uh, where Carrie like is buying a bunch of stuff at like a Best Buy type store and she ends up not getting charged for an iPod. Oh, right, right, right. Did you see that one? I did see that one. And like, because the girl's like on the phone and she tries to tell her, but the woman's being a bitch. So she's like, whatever. She walks out and then she starts to have like a moral quandary. So she goes to the, the priest. I think it's the same priest again. Yes, it it, it is. I I remember that one. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, it's like, he's like, yeah, you should probably go back and say something. So then she goes back. And she's telling the manager what happened. You know, your woman was over there on the phone and she wouldn't hey. listen to me and didn't ring up the thing. And then that woman gets fired. Gets fired. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, well, and then she feels bad again. So she goes back to the fucking priest. She's like, what do I do now? And well, just make amends with her or whatever. So she goes in and is like, you know, my place is hiring or whatever. If you want to come in for an interview and then accidentally tells her husband about this other guy she was on the phone with. Right. She's like, oh, you must be Raymond or whatever. And he's like, no, what, you're talking to him again? <laughs> whatever, you <know>? Yeah, <laughs> it like, starts a whole you know, fight right. with the two of them. Oh, uh, it's just, it keeps piling on. And, so it's and, like, and, and then finally, <laughs> where, where, where is the iPod going? <laughs> yeah, she, didn't she give it to the priest or he, she left yes. it there and the priest took it or something? One of the two. <laughs> it went, yeah, wound up going to the priest <laughs> like, <laughs> at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I love those kind of like moral episodes and it's always funny because it does usually come down to Doug versus Carrie and usually Doug lies to Carrie a lot. But when it comes yes. to other people, it's usually Doug going, you're fucking evil, you evil bitch, mm-hmm. you know, which I no, definitely I, always, I love their dynamic so much. And it is, like I said, the classic dynamic of, you know, it is a, a Ralph Cramden and an Alice, which it is, which is why I sent you that clip of the episode where they do the honeymooners. Yeah, and I, actually, I was reading a, a piece that it was basically, you know, like based on, you know, like that that dynamic of the honeymooners. Well, I mentioned we, we've talked about the honeymooners and we talked about uh, living single and how Overton is very much like uh, Norton, Ed Norton, Ed Norton. So when I see this clip now, Deacon being this large African-American man, it's almost funny that I feel like he's almost doing an Overton, (laughs) which really cracks me up and I love it now, but she does a really good, even, I mean, Kevin James does, or I'm sorry, Kevin Nipfing does it, or (laughs) does a very good, uh, Ralph Cramden, but, uh, she's a really good Alice in that episode, that little clip there. What uh, we forgot to mention on the Raymond one, which you would probably remember them a little better, but the theme song, we always talk about the theme song. Yes. Uh, So Raymond's got kind of a weird intro. Yes. And I was going to say that about these two shows, the fact of sometimes there's no intro. Like you're just like you hit the ground running on these two shows. Well, in the beginning of the King of Queens, it was just like a bing, ding, ding, like a little musical thing. Right. Yeah, just like how Seinfeld used to do the, yeah, with with the uh, (laughs) bass. Well, and Raymond doesn't really have a theme as much as it's him like talking. Although later they do kind of the actiony sequence, like the first like two or three seasons, you you have 
what we know to be the Ray theme, which plays at the end, usually of episodes. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just piano. Do 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 do. Yeah, because the intro is when they're all floating. The first one, right? The family like floats uh, in. Uh, let's see. Was the first one floating? No, I think that was the second one. The first one I think was uh, conveyor belt. They go by on conveyor belt. The second one is. Oh, I thought piece. I thought Robert was the only one on the conveyor belt. Were they all on the conveyor belt at first? Yeah, they were all conveyor belt. Mm. And then, uh, uh, what what do you call it? The second one was the floaty, except Robert. Then the th- the third one was basically they start with the Ray uh, theme. It's Ray, Deborah, and the kids at home. And then all of a sudden, Ray yelling, they're coming. And it becomes yeah. Ode to Joy. It's like, da, yeah. da, 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 It's like an action sequence where he's trying to lock the door in time to keep yeah, out. They, they're trying to lock the door, turn off the, the, the stereo, like was all there these another things. One, was there another one after that? Yes, there was one where they're all playing football. <laughs> Not the kids, but uh, Ray, Deborah, Robert, uh, Frank, and Marie. Oh, and like, yeah. Yeah, and Marie closed lines, Deborah. And you're like, yeah. And then, um, I want you at the end, Marie smiles and has like a tooth missing. <laughs> so, what do you think of the King of Queens theme? And that one's, once the theme comes, though, like you said, there are episodes where they kind of skip it for time wise, but it, usually it, it's the same. Yeah, it, they, they do two things. They do either the skip it time wise and just give you that very beginning, like, or. You get the shortened uh, theme. It's like without the lyrics. It's like da 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 da. Yes, yes, My eyes are getting weary. I uh, I'm tired. Getting tired. Queen's Bridge tonight. Okay, uh, cause all I wanna, wanna do is cash me on check and drive home. Home, home to you. Yeah. But yeah, like they they, they show more. Where's that uh, of, of scene at with the globe? That's is that New York or Jersey or? Uh, uh, no, no, that's New York. That might be actually in Queens. I, I like I don't hit Queens as much, so like usually when I go to New York, not even when them like bitches Manhattan. owe you money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they better pay. Now, uh, Queens better have my money. But um. <laughs> Like, I don't hit a lot of the boroughs. I normally hit Manhattan. Once in a while, the Bronx. Once in a blue moon, Queens. Not really Staten Island. And very rarely Long Island. This made me laugh. So I've been looking at the directors and the writers. The uh, The most prominent writer I found, he wrote 72 episodes of this. The only The only two guys with more credits were the two creators. And as mm. I've noticed, the creators usually get writing credit, I think, on all of them. So, Oh, if uh, I see, yeah, no. Was that? Well, what's it? Whitehorn is the White other guy? Horn or something? White, White, yeah, Whitehorn. Um, so this Rock Rubin, which is a sweet fucking name. I like, you know, <laughs> Rock, and then I like a Rubin. Fuck, corned beef. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it, it sounds like a really kicking up uh, version of a uh, sandwich there. <laughs> he wrote 72 episodes of The King of Queens. And this fucking cracked me up because I looked at all of his credits. He had like seven. And one was like unnamed Cedric the Entertainer project. And the other ones were The Crew, Kevin Can Wait, Here (laughs) Comes the Boom, Zookeeper, and The King of Queens. Huh. Do you see a fucking theme theme. (laughs) 
Those are all fucking Kevin James. James. Yep. So I was like, does this guy only write for fucking Kevin James? How weird is that? How often does that happen? Some people, you know, like they they have their muse. Like, you know, like uh, what's his name? Um, What what, what the hell is the filmmaker that did like Beetlejuice and that? um, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yeah, J- Johnny Depp seems to be his muse a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but he wasn't there in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't bring Johnny Depp in until like what Edward Scissorhands or something. Right. Yeah. The, but yeah, like a- after a while, they you know were, were were doing lots of uh films together. Now the the most prominent director I found was Rob Schiller, who directed 169 episodes of this show, which is Damn. a fucking lot from what yeah, I've that seen. Yeah, I was gonna say. Can, can, Considering it's only uh, 210? 207. 207 episodes. That's a fucking lot. Um, he's also done Ned and Stacy, which I've never seen. Melissa and Joey. Uh, Sullivan and Son. So he really likes shows I, with and. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, he, <laughs> Sullivan he, and Son actually was yeah, a good he, show. Yeah, he lives in Conjunction Junction, I guess. You know, being that Did you, you ever watch Sullivan and Son? That was the Steve Byrne show. Who's a, he's a comedian. I really liked no, that. I, was, I never watched it. I, I know... Um, Actually, uh, two of the Impractical Jokers, uh, uh, Q and Sal, were big fans of Sullivan and Son and actually had Owen Benjamin on uh, their – Yeah, he was uh, on there, yeah. Uh, on the, uh, what Say You, their other Steve podcast. Steve Byrne, he was at the L.A. Improv when we were there, and I remember I was very drunk, and I was with my very thin friend. Oh, no. And we were in the like the front row, and I'm just laughing my ass off because I think he's a funny dude. And he just stops middle of a joke, and he looks at me and he goes, Jesus Christ, you two look like a bad buddy cop movie. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> but it was right after that he got that show but it was his dad on there was the dad from wonder years oh okay that's cool and the other show that sky directed a few uh quite a bit of was till death you remember that show till death i'm trying to remember wait it's connected to raymond yeah i mean i'm, I'm trying to think though who's in that one Oh, Brad, oh, oh, Brad, Brad Garrett. Garrett. Yeah, that was the the, the following Fox like, show. Yes, that's right. Yeah, uh, that's a weird show because it went like four seasons, but it was one of those where it was. I think every season was like a mid-season pickup. It was one of yeah. those like it's on the back burner if we need it, and they just kept fucking like it was on life support a lot to the point where the side characters always changed because they never had contracts for anybody. <laughs> so it was him and the wife. And then like the, they had like four or five daughters on there and they were all completely different looking girls. Oh, and one, of, one of them was uh, the girl from raising hope with the dead tooth. Oh, okay. She was one of the like four daughters. The same of them. Um, uh, 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 what's her name? Yeah. What the hell is her fucking uh, name? Garfunkel and Oates. Yeah. Uh, her. Oh, what the hell is her name? I, we'll have to do that show sometime because it's a weird stuff. And then they added um from Curb, Jeff Carlin. No, the the black roommate. Oh, uh, um, enthusiasm, funny as shit. Ah, uh, fuck, I can't think of his name right now. But yeah, he they added him as like the best friend later on too. But but that's like one of those like you said like shows that it's like. Oh wow, this is still JB Smooth. <laughs> that's his fucking name. I just oh, JB Smooth. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, because he was in like. The, the newer Spider-Man movies. He's also he also does some voice work too now. Is he in the Spider-Man movies? Really? Yeah, JB Smooth. Yeah, he's uh, one of the teachers at uh, Peter Parker's uh, high school. Oh, speaking of which, um, 
John Favreau is one of my favorite episodes of this show. Oh, did you, did okay. you remember the trash the trash liquor one? No, I, no, I I don't remember. John Favreau plays like one of uh, Doug's like I think he's elementary friends or something, and he he hates him because he told everyone that he licked a trash can. Oh, okay. And uh, every everyone that, that he told everyone I licked a trash can, and even Carrie and everyone's like, "Well, did you?" And he goes, "No, I didn't lick the." <laughs> but no one believes that he didn't. He, he's like, well, you know, if there was something good in there, and he's like, there wasn't. Oh, so, so, spe- speaking of other, uh, um, like, uh, good, good actors in uh, what you would get, guest starring roles, one of the ones I watched was, uh, what was it? But, but thanks, man. It, it was the one at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, where, yeah. where, where Nick Offerman shows Nick up. Nick Offerman. He's, he's a guy. With, he's a guy with an eye patch. Say, saying that you know, like you know, his car broke down can he use his uh can i use their phone then like later can, can he use uh you know go to the bathroom and then they're but he's like he's kind of like an off-putting they're not sure if he should they should let him in they kind of yeah. feel uncomfortable and, and again the fact of he's got an eye patch so it's like yeah you know, what is it what is he a pirate and holly's he... like super attracted to him because she's yes. a weird fuck she's always got the worst taste in men the most horrible fucking people <laughs> she's like, i think he's cute right Oh yeah. So yeah, Nick. I think that might be the first time I ever seen him. Oh wow, yeah. You know what? At some and point, he's very we, subdued in that one. Like he's not—he's not the funny part of the show. He's like a guest, no. like real straight kind of character until the end when they. But but at at some point, I know we did uh, one for Halloween, but definitely have to get uh, watch Parks and Rec with Nick Offerman as uh, Ron Swanson, what what one of the great uh, TV characters. Him and his uh, wife used to be. He's was it Megan Mullally? He's married to. Yes, he's yeah. actually married. And, and from, it's so weird. Is she from he, Will and Grace? So, right. He's so low key, while she's so piper and you know. Fun fun fact I saw. I think it was on IMDb. So who knows if it's true? But it said that Megan Mullally was the original choice for Carrie. Oh, I did not. And know she that. turned it down for Will and Grace. Oh. Hmm. So that must have been around the same year. Yeah, Which I'm, I think I think it was the the better choice for both of them, honestly. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't think she would have been as good on this show. No. So. Yeah, and and put it this way, she was definitely suited. For I've never seen Will and Grace, but I know a lot of people love it, and they swear. But I'm sure we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they brought no, it back, we'll, we'll right? Definitely get I, to that I, at some point. I think it was on the was it on the Universal tour when I was there? They said that it got renewed. For another season, the reboot. Yeah, it, it, it got renewed, and I guess it had but, one season, and then I guess it didn't I get think, renewed again. I think they pointed out the stage it was shooting at on the back lot when we were there, if I recall. Oh, did you watch Net Profits? That's another one of my favorites with the stock market investments. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember I that one. I think it was a Christmas time episode. It was an early one, I think. And it was like Doug's Christmas bonus. They, uh, they, they decided to invest it in the market. Oh, yes. And they have it was fucking great because like their mood changes based on on what the how the stock doing. is doing. So like in the mm-hmm. corner of the screen, it has like the fucking Nasdaq or whatever. And as the graph goes up, they're all like happy as shit. And as it goes down, they're just fucking the most angry. You had mentioned about um, Le- Leia Remini not being the first choice that you know, Megan Mullally. Did you see what happened as far as Jerry Stiller? That he was the first choice. He turned it down. And they were supposed to get an, another old-time actor, Jack Carter, 
a very angry guy. <laughs> Another well, one of those I, angry, funny people. Would uh, I know him from anything? Jack Carter? I'll uh, see. The name uh, doesn't ring a bell, but. Yeah, like, again, we're going way back. Cavalcade of Stars. Uh, okay. Well, he will. Yeah. Okay. He, 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 he made his, uh, he made appearances on a lot of shows like Dick Van Dyke. Uh, Rockford have you ever Files, heard, Wild Wild have you West. Ever heard any of Jerry and uh, Mira's comedy? I guess they were a comedy team for a long time. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, I don't think I've ever actually looked uh, up any uh, of their bits. Uh, what was it? Mira and Stiller? Stiller and Mira? Mm-hmm. I don't I, think I've ever actually seen any of their comedy, but I should look some more. I, 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 I think I just saw as a piece on, like, it was one of those, like, histories of comedy. Different thing. You know, the sitcom and stand-up and... You know, like and, uh, you know, like blue comedy and things like that. And uh, one of them was uh, duos, and they went into a little with the uh, uh, Stiller and Mira. But know, that's uh, that's the only time I saw besides the show <laughs> and the roast of Jerry Stiller. A preview. I was watching uh, King of Queens here, even though I have the Blu-ray set. I didn't feel like changing all the discs, so I was watching it on Peacock. And one of the ads that popped up was. Uh, uh, Bet Your Life reboot. Did you see who's hosting that shit? Uh, Leno. Fuck yeah. you, dude. You're no. Yeah. Uh, Fuck well, that did, shit. D- d- did you see what happened to Leno? What? Oh, you didn't see. Like, oh, I did with, see with this he car. Had an ac- he had an accident. Yeah. Well, he got well, set on fire or something, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, I guess he was working on his car or whatever, or one of his cars, because he's like one of these people with you know, like a whole garage full. Um, I did and see that on like, my yeah, homepage. Yeah, like something and, like blew up, so and he was like on fire. Yeah. Yep. Next, uh, but I saw that preview. I was like, oh, that's weird. That he's doing bet your life. Yeah. No. 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 Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Well, yeah, b- b- back back to uh, <laughs> King of Queens. I guess we should <laughs> go over that a little more. Flash um, photography. Did you watch that episode? I like that one a lot. Where uh, they're at a wedding and Doug, they have oh, the disposable the cameras. Yes, takes they the have picture the disposable with the little cameras. <laughs> <laughs> they have the cameras on the tables, and he decides to take a picture of his dick with a little top hat on it, and it becomes like all the ray, all the fucking people at the, the the bride and groom are fighting over it because they think Danny did it, and that's right. like her ex boyfriend and. Everyone at this thing is like, oh, it's disgusting. And Doug's mom sees it and is like, oh, it's burned into my brain. <laughs> but I love this is what like King of Queens is good at is like that could be the whole plot. It's like, oh, will he tell people? But then Carrie sees the picture after he confesses to like that was me. It wasn't Danny and sees the picture and is embarrassed to let anyone know that's her husband's dick. <laughs> so it was immediately like. You're right. We shouldn't tell anyone about this. And he's like, "Wait, you're embarrassed. That that's me." You know, those are the moments I think this show really shines. Because you know, it's just that little extra comedy hump that I feel like they always take. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's some like real, the- like even like seductive jokes in some of the titles and stuff. Like there, there was one early on where Doug is you know, really nice to Arthur and is, is rewarded by Carrie, you know, that Mm -hmm. thing. And the episode is called head first, which has nothing to do with the episode, except for the fact that he gets head. 
<laughs> so once you watch it, you go, why not? You go, why the hell is this called Head First? And you go, oh, it's like, oh, okay, that, that, that's the reason. <laughs> you know, so it's got like a little dark sexual kind of like edge undertone, to it. yeah, yeah. Uh, so then he starts treating Doug real nice, or uh, starts treating Arthur really nice, and then he's not getting the same reciprocation and mm. starts getting mad about it. And then tell you know tells Carrie she's like what are you a fucking Rottweiler Jesus you need it every day you know. <laughs> but, uh, what what was the what, one of the ones I watched uh, was where uh, Doug treats uh, Carrie to a uh, a spa like weekend you like to to earn points because he, he wants he to the, go on whatever guys, trip they want to go to Vegas. Yeah. So it's, it's like what do you call it the uh, relationship credit or what do you say yeah Something relationship like credit and then it's like. At the one point, <laughs> I don't want to spend my credit on sex. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's like, yeah, she she wants to have sex. It's like, no, 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 I don't want to waste it on that. It's like, <laughs> you don't want to waste it on sex. I earned a credit. <laughs> like, I don't want to waste it on sex. I want to go to Vegas. <laughs> Which that is like an escalated version of something Raymond would do, right? Oh, oh, very escalated. Yeah. Yeah, like they would be more subtle and toned down about it. Yeah. But he's flat out like, no, I did this thing, so I want to go this, but I don't want to have sex with you because, you know, I don't want to waste my credit on sex. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I think the show's got a lot a lot more of a filthy mind, which I, I really appreciate, of course. Right. Yeah, it's like, again, for me, I, I really enjoy the show. I, th- I think I just, like I said on the last episode, I, I think I relate more on the Raymond uh, scale. Then, yeah, because some of the things are so, like, heightened on King of Queens. Chris Elliott was on a few episodes here. I think at least oh, two. Oh, I missed it. Uh, what was the Bedbugs one? I think he's, I think he was in the one at the hospital where Doug, like, runs into him and he, the guy, like, thinks he knows him or something. Oh, yes. Right? Oh, uh, Wasn't like, that Chris oh, Elliott as well? Yeah, I'm trying to remember it because, like. What, wasn't it also something about like a transplant or something or other? Because he he tells him he's dying or something, right? Yeah, there, there, there's there's something to do with that. Yeah, like, and he's oh, like an uh, emergency contact that, or some shit. Yeah. Yes, that's right. The, yeah, Doug is his uh, contact, his medical contact. Um, Brian Cranston's was in a handful of these as their oh, neighbors. Oh, the, what are the neighbors? Yeah. yeah, I remember the one where they had they built the fucking pool, the above ground pool that went way over their fence. They were all pissed <laughs> about that. <laughs> the deacon's wife, I thought this was oh funny. Kelly, yeah Kelly. She was also on Malcolm in the Middle as uh, Stevie's mom. Oh, remember okay. Stevie, the kid in the wheelchair, mm-hmm. who talked yes like <laughs> this. <laughs> Uh, like like but, but, every every breath seemed to be like you know it's like a gasp. I I don't remember which show was she was on first, but like her her marriage falls apart on this show, and on Malcolm in the Middle, she also like her marriage falls apart with that that actor as well. So I thought that was kind of funny that, and then I think she left this one for a while and came back. back. So I, maybe she did Malcolm like in that hiatus or something. Oh, maybe I, I didn't even. Uh, and then think left that. that show to come back here or something. But every time I see her, I oh, go, she's, no, get, no, actually, she's getting divorced. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it says actually, um, 
she was absent in 2002. She needed to take a break from the series. And that's where, you know, they're uh, separated. She and Deacon are separated and, uh, uh, you know, going to get divorced. But then, you know, she, she comes back and they get back together. Well, this show had a lot of good. I mean, they, they didn't have very good continuity if you had a sister, but they had good continuity with things like <laughs> the the Deacon's marriage breaking up and yes. Arthur, when he got scared, he had to have like heart surgery after that. There was like an episode or two of him recovering from heart surgery. Uh, there was like a whole thing with like uh, Doug, uh, his union went on strike, so he was out of work. Yes. So they would do like these like four or five episode things. There was a, I think a three-parter where they had mold in their house. So there's weird <laughs> little continuity things they do, but it makes you go, fuck Ricky Lake. He doesn't have a sister anymore. Why would they do that? I don't <laughs> Why wouldn't you just mention the sister, even if you don't want to hire Ricky Lake again? I don't know. It seems strange, but. Okay, so the pilot. Do you think the pilot was a, a good setup for this show? I think the pilot was a good setup. You know, it, you know. It, it, Disregarding, you know, the, the, the sister, although she's like, was she, she in was, the pilot? I forget. She was in the pilot. Okay. She was in, I want to say like half the show, like, like in that uh, episode. And I, she only I did like, four oh. episodes. So it's probably yeah. the first four. Yeah. So, and, like she seemed yeah, good, but yeah, it's she was just, hot too. God damn it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but at the, but at the uh, same point, when, when they brought up about her character, they couldn't develop more like storylines for her and so that's why that that character was abandoned i was going to mention that earlier and i got sidetracked yeah richie left because he wanted to do another show but yeah the writers said sarah we just didn't have anything for her to do so we always felt like we were kind of forcing her in which i mean it seems like it seems like the the later stuff with like holly could have been the sister you know yeah they, they, they definitely you know could I mean? have done that. Because they, they added other female side characters. It seems like any of those things could have been her, but. But at the same point, like you said, before, she was so Nicole early Sullivan on. Was great. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. She was so early on. They they weren't doing that yet. They didn't add them until, I think, season five or something. So. But, but yeah, the, 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 fin- the finale, I'll, I'll say, though, wasn't the best finale. It's a two part finale, but it's yes. really. Kind of a three four part finale if you correct follow yeah if that you take the whole thing con- with the ap- the apartment and the yeah. right just I don't understand the decision so the best t- the, the the times of this show that are the best funniest moments are just the three of them in a room together mm. and these last couple episodes they chose to like separate them all yeah like Arthur ends up with what spence's mom or he's yes. dating one woman well yeah he's dating one woman and then <laughs> yeah. winds up like yeah yeah uh marrying S- spence's mom so yeah and then and then doug and was it was it a couple of the friends like rented an apartment and were spending time there and then they was it doug um wanted more time away from carrie and then carrie found out and got upset mm. and they were trying to adopt a kid from china Right. And then yeah, and it, then it, it comes in this so whole convoluted. It was just fucking weird. And then Doug and Carrie are thinking about breaking up for like three episodes. Yep. They're they hate each other all of a sudden and but and then all of a sudden their kid is ready in China and they race to China. Yes, yeah, yeah, who they, can adopt the kid first. First. Like, yeah, it's like 
fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and of course they're on the same flight. It's like, duh. <laughs> but I, what I, I didn't rewatch them because I fucking hate the last couple episodes of the show. Yeah. They're just yeah. heartbreaking because it's usually so good. And then I just remember going, why the fuck in in the end of such a fun show? Why is Doug always in a scene over here and Carrie's always in a scene over here and Arthur's in a scene over here? Put the fucking people you love together and let them be funny. I don't understand. Right. Yeah, it's like the, the the reason the the show worked so well was because yeah. of the chemistry between they, those actors and you know like and their characters. Yeah, why separate and try and to forcing some other all thing? this? They're forcing all this melodrama mm-hmm. about like, well, you young, if you don't want to be with me, blah blah blah. It's like, what the fuck? I'm going to get our baby if you want to be part of this. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, and they have this big sappy scene where they make up on the plane. In the last like four minutes of the episode, like they they go get the baby and they've reconciled and they come home and they have the baby and then they find out she's pregnant. Right. So we're like, okay, all right. And then Arthur moves back, like shows up. Ah, we broke up, and he moves back in his marriage. Yeah, didn't yeah that, that, that 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 part of things I liked the fact of it's like yeah Arthur, it's like he got married, and nope, that didn't work out. <laughs> so they reset. At the very the very last scene of the series, right? That, and you're like, okay, fine, but it but just, was just a wonky was, way. Yeah, yeah. the real fucking wonky way of doing it, and yes. it just didn't feel like the King of Queens to me. No, no. Again, it it just it, as you said, the the characters not being together. Yeah, it just it didn't work. <laughs> and and not only not together, but like separate and sad about shit. Yep. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that was the other thing. King, King, like, I think between also the two shows, like Raymond and King of Queens, you know, there were definitely, you know, some sad things or, you know, like very emotional things at times on Raymond. And I think they were you know, handled well in that King of Queens, for the most part, it, it thrived on the chaos. It thrived on the, you know, like without getting the over sappy. And they tried to do the sappy at the end. It's like, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> What's well, even that, all this time? Even the one we talked about where he gives Arthur like the heart ischemia or the fuck. Yeah. That had just like the right amount of. Yeah. It, it was just, just enough. Just enough. You know? Yeah. But 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 that's the thing. Like they, they thrive more on the, you know, the, the chaos of it rather than, oh, okay, let's get ultra sappy sweet. And, it's like, and then no, they you, throw on the fucking. The sappy song with the clips from the old at the very end, too. And you're like, fuck you. You didn't earn that. <laughs> you know no. what I mean? I would almost have rather had like an entire clip show for the last episode right. than what we got. No, I, I totally agree. Yeah, I, I was definitely disappointed by King of Queens ending. Like, now, I don't think I would want to reboot of this either. I talked about how I wouldn't want to reboot of Raymond. Because, right. you know, the parents are gone, the grandparents mm-hmm. wouldn't be the same show. Now, nah. you know how many years when they were doing all these fucking other Kevin James shows and Leah Remini would show up on his other show. And I'm going, if this is what you want to do, just do another season of fucking King of Queens with right. you, her and Jerry Stiller. Right. And you but fucking waited too, too long. Yeah. You waited too long. Now and now he's late. gone. It would have, you Jerry, know, Jerry Stiller, that is just, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you would have just done 
one more season instead of wasting your time on these other shitty fucking shows that no one cares about and trying to recreate that magic. Mm -hmm. You know what? I would have been way more down with that, you know, because you could have had one season where they're now parents. Those kids would be what teenagers. So you wouldn't have to deal with the young child shit. You know, that would have been fun to have maybe the same dynamic, but add a couple teenagers in there. Um, but yeah, now you waited too long and Jerry's gone and it's kind of sad. <laughs> I remember when he died, I literally, my first thought was fuck. I really kind of just wanted a little more King of Queens. Right. But yeah, yeah Jerry Stiller, anything he was on, he made better. So yeah, I can't imagine the show without him to be honest. Yeah. If well, uh, I mean, like, what if you had like a Jack Palance or something on here? I, nah. I think he. I think Jerry Stiller is like the perfect balance of like overbearing, but like, uh, adolescent. <laughs> yeah. That's the best way to actually play. Like, you know? like you said, he's the child in the show. So yeah, overbearing, but adolescent. That's, that's a good, uh, combo there. <laughs> so where does King of Queens go on your list that I gotta know? Uh, well, you gotta go first. You made me go first last time. Okay. Well, for me, I think King of Queens, again, enjoy it. Mm, it's definitely not in the lower half, but I think it's... <laughs> You're like, I like Eight Simple Rules better. Fuck. <laughs> no! Now, I think I will say this actually falls just, for, for me, just below Living Single. Just below... What number and is Living that for Single, you, like 10 or 11? Yeah, it's about that now, because uh, Living Single used to be my 10, but I think it became 11 with the uh, the shift last time. Okay. So I guess it actually becomes like uh, 12. Yeah. 12 out right. of 20. What, what are we at? Like 25, 26 now? Something like that, yeah. All right. Wow. Okay. What about you? Well, you. what do you think I put it? I'm gonna say that it's it's below um news radio and night court. I'm trying to just think though, do you put it below my say, top were night court, news radio, friends, raising hope, honeymooners, Bob Newhart. After I'm gonna say you you put it above honeymooners below raising hope. So that'd be my five. Right. King of Queens for me. Um, this was a hard one, a really hard one to place. Mm -hmm. Um, you loved everyone loves Raymond so much. You put it at number one. I'm throwing King of Queens right under night court at number two. Really? Okay. I, I'm, I'm surprised. Okay. I, and I that's think funny that you put it basically you, you put Raymond at the top. I put this almost at the top. And right. then we, the opposite, we put it around the same spot. Right. Yeah. The, we we, wow, we flip-flopped with those two shows. Isn't that funny? Wow. That is. That, I really, okay. I wasn't sure if I would put news radio above or below that. That would be my heart. That's, that was the hardest part. Yeah. And that's what I figured that news radio would be above it. I, I Like I said, I thought night court and news radio would be your top ones. And I didn't know as far as with raising hope. And friends, mm. I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, my top fucking five are uh, favorite favorites of mine. 
news radio again was a show I discovered well after it was over. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, that nostalgia developed later, whereas this I watched while it was on and was tuning mm-hmm. in weekly and excited for the finale and that. So I think that nostalgia helps boost it a bit for me. Number two for me, King of Queens. Nice, nice. I, I have been in the Facebook group for a long time, and it's very nice to see the people. These people are r- rabid, which is funny, even compared to a lot of the other groups. I would say the Bob Newhart group and the King of Queens group are probably the most rabid <laughs> like just defending nice. every aspect of it, answering every stupid question. Someone will ask the dumbest question. It'll have a hundred responses, you know? Cool. And that's cool. I, to see. I, I was going to say just to have that much action too, in a group too, is, is great for a show that ended in 2007. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but uh-huh. it's free run every fucking where. So exactly. All right. Well, I don't know if we've officially decided what we're doing next episode. But no, I don't think we, we have. We'll discuss it off air. And I, 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 I'm glad though we actually got to do uh, a show and it's you know like and it's spinoff like <laughs> right away, so we can. Yeah. To, and it's just interesting that you and I took the opposite takes on the the two yeah, shows. Yeah, like, I, I, I wondered like if the that would You like the spinoff. <laughs> well, when we first started talking about this, you were telling me how much you love Everyone Loves Raymond. Yep. And I was like, I fucking love the King of Queens. And even when I would discuss that a little bit, I could tell you weren't as knowledgeable about it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I kind of wonder how this is going to play out. So when we came up with the idea of, yeah, let's do the back to back. The two, right? <laughs> back to back. Oh, let's do that for our next episode, too. I talked about how we should we should do a, a kind of a pick for a revisit of something from season one. Oh, yeah. So why don't we both bring in a couple that we think we should revisit from the first season for the okay. next episode, and maybe we can do like a live drawing while we record next time. Okay, that's that well, sounds like well, a plan. Should we pick two each? You think? Two or yeah, three? Yeah. Uh, let's do How two. How much? Two. We'll pick yeah. two each. Shows we think we should revisit from our first season. Go back mm-hmm. and listen or watch those, kids. And, uh, yeah, we'll throw them into a hat and we'll pick out one of those and see what we're going to revisit here later in this season. Excellent. Cause I mean, we were still finding our way early on. We might have some more yes. things to say. And actually early on, if you remember, we, we actually tried to pick like, okay, what, what three episodes would you, uh, give to people to say, okay, this encapsulates the sitcom. And then, you know, we broke from that. It's like, you know what? We need more of a sampling to really sometimes. Well, we watched more than we watched more than three, but we would yes. discuss in depth only like three. Right. Yeah. But okay. yeah, I, I think we definitely need to revisit some of these and and uh, and, and give <laughs> a, you know, like another take. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, do you got some socials for us, my friend? Yes, I do. If you would like to get in touch with us via email down there, Put your finger out of there, <laughs> d- d- down there, you'll see sitcom my face at gmail.com. Above that, you'll see facebook.com slash sitcom my face. And if Twitter still exists, when we reach next show, and if we ever decide to post there, our Twitter handle is sitcom my face i post only dick pics there so that's what you there we go to do. 
<laughs> Dick Clark. Make sure you check Clark, out my o- my OnlyFans. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my fat, hairy hobbit feet. <laughs> You're welcome, America. Shit. And if people want to see your Twitch, where should they go? You know, I should start streaming there more as well. But um, twitch.tv slash bidwellfog. And you, sir? I'm twitch.tv slash netnick191. Yeah, we added a rumble, so I, I put it under mine right now, but we might make a oh, show rumble. Sweet. I, I'm not seeing a lot of action over there yet. It's a newer format. It's kind of a YouTube light, I guess. Okay. But if you want to find us on, on Rumble, I'm at Bidwell Fog. And uh, if we, I guess if we start seeing some numbers over there, maybe we'll make a, a channel for the show. See how right. that works and, out. And perhaps when we live stream, we may go there. Yeah. We'll, you know, we'll, I mean, we'll see. We we, we, I guess we'll have to get ready to rumble. Yeah. Let's get ready to not pay copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Well. Until next time, what what should the good folks at home do besides have a happy Thanksgiving? Sitcom my sexy, sexy face. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. Happy Gobble Day.